Hello, my name is Nathan, uh, aka I guess Nader Tot <laughs> on Twitch. I've never had to say that, but uh, this is a not important podcast. Um, it's a show about nerd stuff, pretty much. That's what it boils down to. But now with my new co-host, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hello, my name is, well, uh, I guess I'll introduce myself like you. My name is Kyle. I go by Duffwoof on Twitch and other places. Uh, hello, I'm a big fat nerd. <laughs> so I figured I'd now, be a perfect fit. Now the Not Important Podcast is going to have a nice, healthy dash of furry. <laughs> because, uh, oops, hi, I'm a furry. <laughs> hi, I am also a furry. This is the reboot, which we thought would be uh, hilarious if we talked about reboots <laughs> and all sorts uh, of media, video games, movies, what have you. Uh, but I don't, I don't think I actually finished my thought. So, primarily, what the show talks about is not only video games. We talk about just board games, card games, D and D. Anything that would be considered, like, <laughs> basement-dwelling nerd stuff. <laughs> um, and I am very excited and very happy to be restarting this project with Duff. Because this is... <laughs> this is, like... This is, like, my, my pet project. I, I love this so much. And Aww. I hope that uh, this continues for a while. <laughs> I hope it does, too. And it's so funny because, like, <clears throat> I have always kind of wanted to do a podcast. I feel like I'd be fairly fun on a podcast. I hope I'm entertaining to listen to on a podcast. Um, and, but I just, I never knew, like, where to get started. The only time we, the only time I started was, like, back in 2009 with two friends and a MacBook. <laughs> and, like, I didn't know anything about, sorry, we didn't know about equipment. We didn't know about, you know what microphones to have the the fact that if you're going to have multiple inputs you need a mixer you know things like that we didn't have any of that we just had literally like a bunch of microphones that plugged in via usb and a macbook back when macbooks had usb ports <laughs> disgusting <laughs> uh so the fact that it, it was kind of fortuitous that me and nate got to know each other just like casually through twitch and it's like Suddenly he brings up, oh, I used to run a podcast, but I don't have a co-host anymore. And I'm just like, oh, I can be your co-host. I'll be your co-host. And then I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I was like, I was like, yeah, that, that would be cool and stuff. And then the more I got to know Duff, the more I was like, yeah, no, no, we go perfectly together. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, uh. Just just through like streams and stuff, I'm sure you guys have noticed we ladder off of each other pretty fucking hard. Oh god. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the the energy the energy just keeps going back and forth infinitely. So we're we are a good match indeed. Yeah. Um but uh but yeah, so fittingly enough, we're gonna be talking about reboots today, uh, which is a fun topic, sometimes a little bit painful because yeah. of what uh, game industries slash Hollywood has done to certain types of media slash big producers get all the say and it's just like mm, that's not mm. I'm gonna take mm. creative liberty and then you have the things like in the Super Mario Brothers movie oh god the Goombas <laughs> oh god don't remind me of that fucking movie by the way, this this podcast is probably going to contain swearing, so uh, little kitties, cover your ears, 18 plus. <laughs> yep. Uh, the, the podcast itself is listed as explicit on Spotify. Good. Um, Good. That was our first F-bomb. <laughs> I, so I already, I already said you? fuck earlier. <laughs> did you? Oh. <laughs> I christened the podcast with a ripe fuck. <laughs> I didn't like I honestly didn't even notice if you did or not, but it's just like, oh, right, swearing, that's a thing. Uh it's all good. I guess if if you if you want to take the first crack at what we're gonna be oh, talking about today, oh, the God. floor the floor is yours. Oh god. <laughs> god, you're putting you put the new guy on the spot, white OG. Jesus. Um <clears throat> yeah, so reboots. They're a thing. Sometimes they're a good thing. Sometimes they're not. 
quite a good thing. Um, very dependent on, as Nate said, how much creative liberty is taken sometimes. Uh, sometimes a little bit of creative liberty can be a good thing. Sometimes mm, too much creative liberty, too much creative liberty. We're going off the rails. Depends very much on on who's in control, and it can it uh, sometimes it can save a series, sometimes it can kill a series. We we all know examples of it, I'm sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Just kind of looking at the list of stuff here. I don't know what to go like where to go in order of this, but I just kind of want to start talking about uh, some of the game reboots that we have had over the years. Okay. Um, ones that I have played, ones that you have played, because there are some here that I have not played. For instance, I, I think I had mentioned this to you before, but apparently Doom 3 was a reboot of the Doom series. It was. And then Doom 2016 was another reboot on the series. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of the interesting thing. So, So Doom 3 was released during, like, the Xbox PS2 era, I believe. Wasn't it? Or was it the Xbox 360? Either, either way. It was it, it was, was original Xbox right. era. So it was released with intent to be, I guess, a more gritty reboot. If if something as visceral as the original Doom can be made more gritty. But um so it was it was made I don't know what their original intentions were, but they were just trying to bring it to another generation with the latest technology, and it just mm, did not work so like with the introduction of uh lighting engines within mm -hmm. video games they wanted to take a darker approach and try to make it more at atmospheric and dark Moody. and scary and like oh you have a flashlight now and this and that and it just if it wasn't a doom game i feel like it probably would have done better like it still did really well it's just I think that the formula for Doom works way better just being a one-man army, fuck everything in, in your path, essentially. Like, yeah, just... Yeah. And they tried to make it... They almost tried to make it like survival horror, didn't they? I've oh. never actually played Doom 3. So I have. I, I, okay. Uh, I, I, I at least played through half of it um, because okay. they're much like the... Uh, this is kind of a weird, like, parallel to make, but much like the Dead Space series... Mm -hmm. um, it starts off incredibly scary, but becomes predictable over time. And then because of the formula of Doom is that you're a one-man army, you kind of just start accumulating a, just a crap ton of weapons. And suddenly mm -hmm. the scary atmosphere isn't that bad because if the if the spooky skeleton jumps around the corner, you can just shoot your rocket launcher at it. So it's, <laughs> it kind of takes away the scariness. But the game did start right. off like, well, you only have a pistol. If you get slapped three times, you're fucking dead. So it's like, yeah, it, they they tried, they tried, uh, they tried something new. But the like you said, if it wasn't a Doom game, it would have been fine. But it's the fact that they tried to reboot Doom into this like gritty, dark horror survival, you know, stalker kind of game that it's just it didn't work at all because that's not what Doom is. That's just not what the Doom series was ever about. Yeah, no, it's about it's about took fucking it the wrong shit direction. up. <laughs> uh, now on the other hand doom 2016 that is a reboot done right and and technically it's 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 half reboot half sequel because it does take place after um does it no i guess it doesn't because like now we've got new like story coming out of doom eternal yeah um so the for Doom 2016, they actually tried to put in different lore into the game, which they then continued in Doom Eternal. Right. I, I always figured it was more of an expansion of the existing lore from the old games, but I don't know. I mean, the lore of the old games goes as far as the demons killed your rabbit and thus you were fucking shit <laughs> up. That's well. That's it. To be fair, I can kind of see that in... I don't know if you've played or watched Doom Eternal. But, uh no, not not oh. not anything past maybe okay. like twenty to thirty minutes of you playing it. Gotcha. All right. Well, it there is expanded lore, but you can also still tie it back in to the original Dooms and why he's doing what he's doing. Like, 
it's just it's kind of hilarious how it can how it all does and can tie in to the original story but but so, the thing is is like even though it's really nice that they're trying to add lore into it i am kind of a lore fiend and i do love learning about that kind of stuff right. uh doom is also one of those games where i just want to snap necks and cash checks <laughs> so <laughs> i like that <laughs> oh man yeah no i mean and, and there is still plenty of that it's just there's a sprinkling of lore in and in, in the form of like cutscenes between missions and a lot of it's like backstory for doom guy himself it's pretty cool oh yeah no I, like i said i do like the 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 lore approach that they're taking um, right because i'm also that same uh idiot who would go through all of skyrim and like read the books just oh for the God. sake of reading the books you're just as bad as bdg <laughs> damn this mug is not full of red bull by the way <laughs> not yet not yet <laughs> uh so yeah to wrap things up with doom um they i think they did handle the reboot reboots i guess pretty well uh doom 3 maybe not as great as just the absolute visceral destruction that doom 2016 is right um but to move on down the list is a game that i almost don't even want to mention because <laughs> i fucking hated it uh you gotta though doom nuke duke nukem forever <laughs> 2011 was a shit show it was. It, it was, was so bad. Not only was it just not really that fun to play, but they took the the persona that is Duke Nukem, mm -hmm. amplified it by like a thousand in the most like tasteless way possible. They really did. Like the fucking game starts with you getting a blowjob. Like it. it, it oh no joke. God. It does. I've played it too. It's it's like. Literally, the start of the game is you playing your own game while getting a blowjob from twins. And it's like, no fuck. Though, I I do I do like a couple of the jokes that were made. Like they they did take a stab at Doom, which was hilarious. They took a stab at Halo too. Um, of pretty much just saying power armors for pussies. <laughs> yeah. I think you know honestly I think that was more I, I when I played it I felt like that power armor looked more like Halo than I did Doom guy. It but, could have been either one. You know what's funny is that if it was 2011, I mean Doom the last Doom game that had been released was 2000 and uh fuck. I don't remember when Doom 3 came out. I don't either, but like remember Halo was huge because this was the Xbox 360 days. Halo 3 was out. You know what's really fun though? Uh doing what? a podcast on the computer means that I can just Google shit. So Doom 3 was released in 2004. So I feel right. like it was kind of out of the realm of of being made fun Referenced. of. So it was probably Halo. I you know what? I'm going to actually look up real quick uh the you know what? No, I'll do it later. Yeah, no, it's going to take the, too long. Um, yeah. <laughs> The power armor from Duke Nukem. But we got that golden nugget of a line. Power armor is for pussies. And it's just, it's so good. Like you were saying, there were a couple good nugget jokes in there. Yeah. Uh, because, I, think... I mean, mm -hmm. the, the original Duke Nukem mm -hmm. was that, like, brass, arrogant bastard of mm -hmm. a person. And it was funny. And then they just, like... Hey, this is funny, right? All right, let's turn it up. Turn it up to 11. It means it's more funny, right? 69, right? 420, 360, no scope dab, right? <laughs> I think my favorite joke, uh, apart from the Power Armor one, was um, when he gets shrunk down and he's running around on the RC car. Mm -hmm. And some some kid sees him and goes, Dad, look, it's a Duke Nukem doll. I'm not a doll, I'm an action figure. <laughs> it's like... Okay, I'll give you that one, Duke Nukem Forever. I'll give you that. Yeah, there, there was, there was a couple <laughs> of like original Duke Nukem jokes in there, but like half the other fifty percent of the game was haha booby, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> not ha -ha just saying that. Haha, am tough macho guy. Not just saying that because I'm gay, but like, <laughs> it's just it was it was just tasteless. 
I mean, it, I, it I understand. I understand that that's kind of how Duke Nukem is, but they just kind of went like way in. They, <laughs> they went too hard. Now, if they had actually like given him more character than haha macho man likes boobies takes piss it like literally i think there was even an achievement for pissing in a urinal in that game (laughs) not even joking i'm not surprised oh good lord (laughs) so i have a question for you ask away did you ever play anything from the tomb raider series no Oh, that's so sad. I know. I well, I I wasn't a PlayStation kid, so I missed the entire original set of games. I originally played Tomb Raider on the computer. Oof. Because it was released as a as a CD-ROM for like Really? Yeah. Uh I think I remember playing it was either 2 or 3 was um oh. was on the PC and I had a blast with it. Uh the controls were garbage on the computer well, I mean, anyways because it's there was a PlayStation 1 game ported to PC I mean it was developed with PC in mind it's just at the it? time oh. there was no like PC game support. pads and stuff like that oh yeah no the entire game was um uh arrow keys and and wasid like at the <laughs> same time um it just felt the keyboard awkward. equivalent of twin stick. Literally, it was <laughs> so, like those controls were really bad. But I just remember playing it for like hours because it was it was a game that my sister really liked. And uh, you want to know what my first experience with the Tomb Raider series was? Mm-hmm. Pandora's Box, the movie, the sequel movie. I mean, let's be honest. So the movies were actually kind of good. Oh God, the movies were fire. Are you kidding? I loved Angelina Jolie as uh as why can I suddenly not think of her name? Lara Croft. Croft. Yes, sorry. Like the movies were great. I really like that is that was a good video game movie. It was. There was there was high action, there was referential like content to the movies without being heavy-handed about it. Mm-hmm. The character was accurate to the character in the games. Like, we could almost do another podcast episode on video game movies alone. And, like, Tomb Raider would probably uh... be one of the... (laughs) Tomb Raider would probably be one of the shining examples at the top. Well, like, good. We'll stash that idea away because (laughs) we should. We could. The the problem with this is I haven't seen too many uh, video game movies, which means I would have to go and watch some video game movies. I mean movie night (laughs) true true we could do that we could just we could just marathon some video game movies and uh cringe together that sounds terrible but awesome let's do it (laughs) sounds like a plan um so next on the list uh have you ever played a wolfenstein game because i have not i haven't either uh i feel like i like was at a friend's house or something and started playing uh, the first re like the first Bethesda reboot Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. but I obviously never played the original. We didn't have PC games in my house for the longest time. I was purely a console kid growing up. Gotcha. I think the only the only um actually no the only PC games that I played were <laughs> Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego, <laughs> um the Jumpstart Edutainment games. For like third and fifth grade. And um, there was this game called Incoming. It was just like a, a turret shooter type game. 3D. I would love to see that get a reboot. Honestly, the music in that game was dope. Uh, the <laughs> setting was kind of cool. Uh, I think it'd be really fun to see that resurface someday. But, you know, that's... Hmm. that Maybe that's something we should talk about later. Things we'd like to see rebooted. Oh yeah, absolutely. Once once we get through this list, I I'm already like, oh, you know what I didn't put on this list that I'm going to talk about right now. <laughs> that's, I, well, that's the nice thing about guys. Google Docs for all of your podcast needs. <laughs> Make changes to your notes and let everyone see them at once instantly. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Not sponsored. Google call me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sponsor me, senpai. Um. <laughs> uh. So one of my my favorite games and my introduction into speedrunning was uh the remake of um the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Oh really? That came out what a few years ago at this point. The the Crash Insane trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely so Crash Bandicoot um was my first console game ever. Mm-hmm. I believe I started with two. And then I went on to three, and then at some point in my life, I went back and played one, which was still fantastic, but like, oh god, <laughs> the <laughs> playing, graphics. playing, not even the graphics. I mean, they were oh, really? all, all the entire trilogy was PlayStation One, so oh, okay, the graphics were all pretty much the same. It's just right. that the the original Crash Bandicoot for the PlayStation One um, did not have things like sliding, did not have things oh. like. Uh, crouching and stuff like that so it was it was entirely just you jump and you spin and you can move around on a 3d plane and like <laughs> that was it go forward and jump my son literally <laughs> um and then crash bandicoot 2 which is the one that i started with introduced mm-hmm. the ability to you know slide slide jump belly flop um have all sorts of different like little extra things into your into your kit um and then crash bandicoot 3 expanded upon that even more by having you get you know upgrades to the already existing things and then you had a double jump a super belly flop you could get a fucking bazooka you could get uh (laughs) what i deemed as the speedrunner shoes because they literally just made you run twice as fast um (laughs) you had a glide spin which was fucking awesome so is the more you tapped spin uh you would actually fall slower and you could cover like huge distances and stuff um kind of like a a yoshi uh scuttle jump yeah yeah pretty much and uh yeah so when when they when they had when i saw the e3 uh where he comes walking out on stage and there's just a shadow of Crash Bandicoot behind him, I was like, bruh, bruh. Bruh. Either A, we're getting a new Crash Bandicoot story, or B, they're remaking the old games. And sure enough, they're like, (laughs) we're remaking the trilogy. And I just nut on the spot because I was like, (laughs) I was like, yes, my childhood. (laughs) That's great. And then I... Proceeded to speedrun Crash Bandicoot 2 Cortex Strikes Back uh, for like a year. Nice. I've always wanted to like attempt speedrunning, but like I'm one of those people that like if I'm not doing the best, I'm I'm not happy with myself. <laughs> That's the thing about the speedrunning community is it's kind of like uh, any other community. It's it's more of like we're not there to try to beat each other, um, right? Per se. I mean, obviously. Yeah, that's the point. But, like, you know, it's... I, I've been a part of a couple of different speedrunning communities just because I was interested. And it's always just, like, as soon as one speedrunner finds, like, a, a a new break or something, mm-hmm. all the other ones are just like, oh, my God, awesome, good job, dude. Oh, I can't wait to use this in my run. And, like, everyone shares their ideas around. It's not like... Oh, yeah. No, it's, not it's not like, not like I found a skip and you can't use it. <laughs> It, yeah, I, 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 I don't imagine the community would last very long if everyone was trying to keep secrets from one another and trying to, like, go so far as claim that this is my skip. You're not allowed to use it. Like, that's that would be stupid. The, the, the community would have torn itself apart. So the, it's really good most, to hear that they're... The most, like, that anything will go is that certain skips or tricks are usually just named after the person that found it. Like, right. um in just as the example in in Crash Bandicoot 2 there was a glitch uh that i think you can still perform where if you slide jump and then spin right as you hit the ground um on a piece of like geometry like you do mm-hmm. a short hop and then you spin you actually maintain uh your sliding momentum which is like really? way faster oh. and uh they called it Hob sliding because the person who found it, his name was Hob. Okay. Um, nice. I was never able to perform that. <laughs> oh. But. Doesn't sound easy. 
But yeah, uh, so they they did a wonderful job with that. And then the Spyro trilogy, I guess, is another one we can mention, came out mm-hmm. not too long after, and that was really good too. They they yeah. did it was a completely different company. I thought it was the same company. It kind of um, did have that same visual like appearance of it was very similar, but I did not know it was a different company. Yeah, uh, but it looks like they kind of partnered up anyways because then they started releasing the Crash Insane Trilogy and Spyro Reignited as bundles with each other because they've that... always been a partner, like, duo ever since right. That's true. Game Boy I mean, days. I mean, yeah, there was even an episode of the... One one of the... I don't even know how many TV series they made. One of the... One of, I think it was a Skylanders episode. Crash shows up. Mm-hmm. And I was just... That's hilarious to me. That I, I love crossovers like that. I think it's really cool. They made him Australian. They did. It was kind of cool. I liked it. Which like, is I know just... that's I know that's not in like normal for the character at all, but I kind of liked it. <laughs> the, crash, the crash the crash cute that I know only says whoa. Oh my god. Um <laughs> But yeah. Uh and then just as a, as I'm just remembering, again, thanks to Crash, uh, then they decided to make a reboot of the Crash Team Racing game. They did. Everyone seems to love that one. I fucking love. It's it's so much fun, and they like they added mechanics into the game, mm-hmm. and just kind of took all of like the fan favorite you know tracks from all of the previous racing games including tag team racing and nitro kart which like both were really good games mm-hmm. but it questionable other things i guess those were kind of reboots too in a way because crash team racing nitro kart was i think a ps2 game maybe and then uh crash tag team racing was a 360 ps3 game right uh or maybe it wasn't but anyways they they like they took all the best parts from all those games and just put it into the simplistic kart racer that was the original Crash Team Racing. And it just, it works so well. Um, you know what I think would make, you know what a good racing game that I think needs a reboot these days? Hmm. Um, was it Diddy Kong Racing? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah, the one the one that could like, fly around in planes and stuff. Yeah, the N64 game. Yeah, if they if they made a reboot of that, I'd buy that shit up in an instant same i played that a lot at a friend's house when i was a kid like it wasn't my favorite kart racer like i no i'd probably put it it, not that it's bad but i put it at the end of the kart racers so it'd be like diddy kong racing and then uh mario kart and then crash team racing for me right um crash team racing being the top oh yeah number one oh yeah it's because it was just it was just simple it was so simple and it just worked yeah uh, but yeah, and then let's see. Do you want to talk about? Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna skip over the next one for right now. But if you want to yeah. talk about, uh, Pac-Man games, Pac-Man. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't even know where to start with Pac-Man. Pac-Man has had such a crazy history with like all the different kinds of games that released. There were education games there were adventure games like it's just pac-man in a maze chomping dots and ghosts why why is why did they feel they needed to expand so much like mrs pac-man was cool like Mm -hmm. the 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 rule 63 reboot (laughs) (laughs) packed in with galaga you know in the arcade cabinets that was cool and did you know, if you input a joystick code when you put your credits in, you can play the original Pac-Man Interesting. On, a, on a Mrs. Pac-Man Galaga combo machine? That's how, like, that secret is how the uh, the developers knew whether an arcade cabinet was legitimate or a fake. Oh. Or, like, a bootleg cabinet. Yeah. So, if, like, because back then, I mean, I don't imagine it would be too hard to reverse engineer the code of an arcade cabinet like Pac-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Mrs. Pac-Man. So, uh, 
they kept that they put that secret in there so you know whether the cabinet is this is what i've been told this is what i've been told i don't know if this is actually true but allegedly if you like the way you tell if a cabinet is legitimate is you put in your credits and before selecting uh pac-man or galaga uh i believe it was up 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 down 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 left right left right left right on the joystick and it will ding 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 and change mrs pac-man to original pac-man and yeah that's that's how you do that's a that's a fun security feature <laughs> i i think so i thought that was so cool when i learned that i i wish i was that clever <laughs> just in general <laughs> but yeah like to now the the pac-man games that i'm most familiar with these days are the championship edition games i have dx plus and i now have championship edition 2 on steam and they're okay but i feel like the fact it it's a big departure from the normal format of playing pac-man the issue that i have with it is not that they have added new game modes the issue that i have with it is you can't just fucking play classic pac-man in these games Mm -hmm. and it's kind of annoying because like what if i just want to play old school pac-man with this really nice new skin they've put on it nope not there no classic (laughs) mode go fuck yourself go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) fuck your chicken strips (laughs) uh so have you ever played any of the other pac-man games meaning like Mm. not like the top down collecting pellets and stuff i'm talking about like the adventure games no or the kart racers i forgot there was a kart racer i i I, racer racer i i forgot there was a kart racer i think i pushed that memory from my mind upon seeing it so the like actual 3d like adventure pac-man games Mm -hmm. were kind of bad um the the (laughs) the kart racer however was good enough for it to warrant getting more kart racers uh wow and it like it was again it was just one of those things where like if i'm gonna put it into the list of the kart racers again it's gonna go behind diddy kong racing but it doesn't (laughs) mean that it was like bad it was just haha it's a kart racer with items and they had like all of the basic mario kart modes so you know you could race each other they had effectively what was balloon battle um Mm -hmm. and stuff like that where you just you just had health and you attacked each other and like that was fine. Like, I had fun with it. I think I played it on the GameCube, mm-hmm. maybe, that era. So it could have been GameCube or PlayStation 2. Um, and, like, they were they were okay. It they were, they were good enough for me to remember that I had played them and had a good time. Um, mm-hmm. But they weren't super memorable. Right. I do know that they have created more recent, uh, within at least the last five years. Um. Wow. And also I... the plethora of TV shows. Oh god. I, mm, I don't even know if we can we can touch video game TV shows right now. That's a whole nother episode. Swing your arms from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking of, I was thinking about like um uh that that CG Donkey Kong TV series. I don't even remember what it was called. <laughs> But like it was nightmare fuel. That's that's where the, the max. Uh, that's where the um the meme comes from. Where it's like you can slap my butt once. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! I've never. You're gonna have to show that to me later. I've oh never seen that. Oh my god. Okay. Well. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Hmm. Well. <laughs> um. So there are a couple couple other like little reboots and slash spin-offs i guess that you could call them i don't know because they're not like because here's the thing there's there's a difference between reboots remakes reimagines and spin-offs there's there's a whole bunch of them there's and 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 they're all slightly different you know mm-hmm. um reboots obviously is like where they say all right you know all this stuff you used to know it's basically retconned <laughs> start from scratch this is the new canon (laughs) this is this is where we're going 
from here. This is what they tried to do with fucking Sonic 06. And it was a goddamn travesty. <laughs> um, just everything about the game was broken. They tried to they tried to be like, all right, so Sonic from now on is gonna be set in what is basically the real world. It's gonna be super realistic and awesome and and flashy with graphics, and Sonic is only gonna date human girls now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? Uh. just like that's that's basically where they tried to take it, and the fans didn't. Not only was it a poorly written game, it was a poorly coded game. So it's you know. no use. <laughs> Don't get me started on silver. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, you know, the only time I ever actually played Sonic 06 was back when at Epcot at Disney World uh, in one of their, like, tech showcase buildings called Innoventions. They had a section set up where they had a bunch of Xbox 360s just set up like it's a fucking GameStop demo station. Just a bunch oh, of them boy. littered around and you could play Forza and you could play Sonic 06. <laughs> and... God, Sonic 06 was painful to play. Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, fun little fun little story about Sonic 06. Um, so, way back in the day when Sonic 06 had come out and, mm -hmm. and whatnot, I had actually just gotten home from the hospital. Um, oh. I had... So, this is actually a story that I like to tell a lot because this is wicked <laughs> funny for my friend Brian. Um, mm -hmm. he had told me to look up a video one time, uh, and it was at the time to like my 13, 14 year old stupid brain was like, oh my God, this is the funniest shit ever wheeze. And like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard that I simultaneously blew out both my lungs. What? <laughs> so... <laughs> So, fast forward is, a week this... of being in the ICU, I get home, I take a semester off of school, and my mom was like, so, uh, we didn't want you to go insane, so we got you an Xbox 360 so you could play video games. And uh, <laughs> the only game that I had for the Xbox 360 was and Sonic 06. we got 06. you this new Sonic the Hedgehog game. And I was like, oh boy, Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah! <laughs> I proceed to and here's here's the best fucking part if I wanted to beat the game I had to beat it in one go because guess what I didn't have for the Xbox 360 a memory card a memory card you know oh, no. do you guys remember memory cards <laughs> before all your games were saved on the cloud oh my god <clears throat> and like that's terrifying I had to and I and I fucking did it. I fucking oh. beat, I beat the game. All right, I beat the fucking game from start to finish in one go. Damn, how long did that take you? A long ass fucking time, like multiple, <laughs> like multiple days because of the times uh, yeah. where I had to shut it off, and then I, had I, to go back and restart the whole game. Oh, I, I when you said shut it off, I thought you meant like okay, I'm gonna put the controller down, turn off my TV, leave the console on, and go to bed. No, I, I had it set up in the living room because I didn't have a TV in oh. my bedroom, so I kind of oh. had to shut it down. So I was able to beat the entire fucking game in a single day. Oh, Jesus. But I had to beat it in one sitting. <clears throat> That's terrifying. I had a similar story, somewhat similar, like, medical story. Um, Kind of gross. I had an ingrown toenail. And gotcha. at one point... I didn't want to go like fully under for surgery. My, my parents didn't want me to go fully under for surgery, basically. So they made me stay awake to get the ingrown part more or less ripped out by my doctor, by my, at the time, pediatrician. I was under 18. And the whole time I'm telling my mom, if I'm not under for this, if I have to be awake for this, if I have to feel all this, you owe me an Xbox 360. And, like, I'm literally screaming. Like, I'm motivating myself to get through the pain by screaming, Xbox 360, Xbox 360, Xbox 360! <laughs> As my doctor is doing the, the, the operation. And mm. 
yeah. Sorry, I don't I don't want to get into too visceral detail because this is gross and I don't like telling the story. But you want to know what my mom got me? Hmm. She didn't get me an Xbox 360. She got me Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not worth it. Oh my god. <laughs> it was not worth it. But in that <laughs> moment, you were the ultimate life form. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. That, there, there's a spinoff for you that just... Mm. Shadow mm. the Hedgehog. Do y'all like Sonic? Yeah! What if he had an edgier twin that was slower and liked guns? Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Sonic, but covered in black paint and razor blades. But he's got these sick hover shoes, man. It, he's got hover shoes and a motorcycle and a gun. And he can say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, in, in Shadow the Hedgehog, I think he only says like, damn, damn, damn it, damn. It, damn. <laughs> I, I think damn and hell are the only things he actually says in the game. But yeah. But that's just what it that's what they, it feels like because God, of like they, who Sonic is. <laughs> they tried to glue as many razor blades to him as possible <laughs> just for that episode, just for that game. Like you'll notice all of his other content, he's nowhere near that bad. Now, but, yeah, like, now he's went... just kind of like they they have the you know what you know what's funny? Nowadays it seems like Shadow and uh and Sonic have the same dynamic that mm -hmm. um vegeta and kakarot have That's exactly what i was going to say is that it's it's literally just goku and vegeta but and, hedgehogs and it's <laughs> <laughs> they even go super saiyan oh my god i wonder if they did that on purpose well supersonic has existed since the first sonic game hasn't it i because you you still collect the chaos emeralds yeah but how old is uh is dbz or just Dragon Ball in general. Well, Super Saiyans didn't come out until Dragon Ball Z, right? Uh, let's see. I'm Googling. The franchise itself was created in 1984. When did Sonic the Hedgehog come out? Nope, not the movie. That's not what I was looking for. I got confirmation from uh, Riptide saying DBZ did it first. Sonic 2 had oh, the first Super Sonic. Oh, Sonic 2. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess that, okay. that makes sense. Uh, fair enough. So, yeah. So, Dragon Ball did it first. First. Okay. So and there's a possibility that Sega got the idea from Dragon Ball Z. They just kind of, they kinder the same <laughs> friendship between them. Oh, but just, ow, the edge. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, it does. It I don't really know if you've does. been looking at the Google Doc, but I did make an addition. I, I have been meaning to bring that up because <laughs> you went and made it full caps and then highlighted it magenta. <laughs> Something. So, guys, uh, for those listening, I believe Nate would like to talk about Banjo-Kazooie now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> there is a lot to go over. Mm -hmm. So I have I have played through the entirety of Banjo-Kazooie. I played mm -hmm. through partial Banjo-Tooie. Uh, mm -hmm. I did watch you play a lot of Banjo-Tooie, so I kind of more or less... I still have not, like, jiggy-hunted enough to go fight Gruntilda. That's all I have not done. Um, But, like, those two games, phenomenal. They mm -hmm. set themselves apart from everybody else while mm -hmm. still being a platformer collectathon. Um, and then the glorious. Why is it always the Xbox fucking 360 where all of these bad, bad, bad reboots just start getting released on? So I, I, well, it's 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 almost the Xbox platform as a whole because you had Doom on the original Xbox. Yeah. You've got, um, uh, what were we just, why, God, my brain is not working today. Sonic 06. Were we, Sonic 06, thank you. And now we've got Banjo-Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts. Mmm. Mm -mm, so good and bold. <laughs> <laughs> 
here's the thing though is that again when it uh, whatever what other game i mentioned earlier i'm not going to try to dig for it in my brain but if it wasn't a banjo kazooie game it would have been great it would have been phenomenal it had a wonderful physics engine it was fun to play but it just fucking wasn't banjo kazooie like at all like no like so such a far departure from the series where the villain of the game sits in the town plaza with you just spitting fucking rhymes at you instead of being like (laughs) haha i'm gonna kidnap your sister and kill you like (laughs) <laughs> it went from it went from that to being like, ha ha, cart racer, ha ha, you can build it yourself, and it's like, <laughs> it, what? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the dynamic with Gruntilda changing so drastically. It would basically be the equivalent of after the events of the first Lion King, Star Scar comes back around, just kind of chills at Pride Rock, and like. He and Simba occasionally exchange like secret handshake fist bumps. Yeah, just cause. Yeah, it's it's just why you literally are the most evil person in this entire universe. Why are you here? Why are we this casual? I mean, I guess you could say. uh, Sorry, go ahead. The the argument could have been made that um, whatever his fucking name was, Tivo there. Uh, Game Master or whatever his name was. I'm just gonna call him Tivo because it's a TV for a head. And that works. <laughs> the 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 argument can be made that that they were brought into essentially his world, so mm-hmm. like they're just gonna have to fucking follow the rules or perish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get back to killing each other when we get home. <laughs> but it was just like, I just I played it and I was just at a certain part in the game. It was just I had forgotten that I was playing Banjo Kazooie because it just no longer was that to me at all. Right. There was no Banjo Kazooie left. It was like somebody just cut their faces off and was wearing them. It's just <laughs> Oh God. Oh God. And uh oh God. Not to mention, uh similarly not not as bad as broken to Sonic 06, but similarly, right. it was easy enough to fucking destroy the game from the inside out. Um, oh, no. Because they just put an emphasis on physics. And they were just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Physics. But then they also did it kind of wrong because it was like, ooh, you can pick things up with the magic wand thingy. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder if I stand on this and pick it up, if it'll, yep, it will. And you just start flying <laughs> away. You just start flying. Like, the fuck? Like, you could literally just get over walls that were like mm, you need to have a certain amount of jiggies to get through here and you're like nope i'm gonna fucking fly over with this box bye and just <laughs> just leap over walls and go wherever the fuck you wanted <laughs> and i the, the, go ahead uh, i was gonna say like that that was <laughs> once i was done like playing the game that's what i did and i had way more fun breaking the <laughs> engine from the inside out than i did doing anything else <laughs> that's great that's fantastic yeah, no, that I, reminds me very much of that bug in the Sonic Boom video game, mm. where if you're playing as Knuckles, you can pause buffer to jump midair again and again and again, and just completely fucking break the game. <laughs> Coincidentally, the the uh, the writing of the Sonic Boom game slash TV show was kind of on point, or at least the TV show was really well done. The game was not. The, the TV show, I'm pretty sure, is still going because of is how it? well it was doing. Oh I might gosh. be wrong, but I just feel like I keep seeing clips on the internet that I haven't seen. Because I'll tell you what, <laughs> I certainly did watch that fucking TV show. The writing is so good. It's so self-aware it and stabs itself <laughs> in the chest so many times <laughs> that it's just like... it. Just My favorite part is the fact that Knuckles, being an absolute fucking idiot is also like a feminist a fe- it's it's great i love him so much what? just because i'm stupid doesn't mean i can't be a feminist <laughs> and like i love that it's just like the left field shit that he would say and everyone's like i uh, oh what? yeah i guess you're right <laughs> <laughs> not to mention all the fourth wall breaks oh, oh god don't, like every fucking forget, episode don't forget the episode where sonic met a fan <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he met what was it uh wasn't he like injured or something and stuck in bed and then like the fan fiction writer was taking care of him yes i've never seen the episode but i've just seen clips and it's just like oh my god that that was pretty is pretty good i guess and it's funny because it does tie into the conversation we're having because sonic boom was a was a reboot of the series right um at least the tv show aspect of it because it had been so long since there was another tv show i other than maybe a couple that like kind of got off the ground and might have failed immediately mm-hmm. i think the last sonic media before sonic boom was uh sonic x which was like Sonic X was really good. good. I, I fucking that. I loved it. Um There there were there were so many nights when I was a kid that I was just like sitting in my bed wishing a hedgehog would fall into my pool. <laughs> just like, come on, Sonic, where are you, man? I wanna hang out, I wanna have adventures. <laughs> the weird looking cat. Uh <laughs> Ma! Ma has a weird cat in the pool! <laughs> we fuck a cat outside! He's uh, blue! <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh man. But yeah, that was... It, it, it was it was a good show. It was, it was. good. It was. It was. Um, so I'm trying to think of where else we could go for the conversation. We do have about 15-ish minutes left. I'll... I'll mm-hmm. I'll I'll say until about six twenty. The original okay. the original cutoff was like six six fifteen. So yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anything if there was anything L- else. Let, oh, let me ask you this: mm. we have we have our notes before us. What of the notes have we not talked about that you would like to talk about most? Oh, I figured that would be it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was so for those of you playing at home. One of our notes that that Nate has now highlighted, italicized, and made bold is how Sony fucked Jack and Daxter. Joking, sorta, in parentheses. So, oh my god. that The Jack and Daxter series is really good. If you guys have not played it, I implore you to pick it up. It is, unfortunately, available on PS4. Uh, <laughs> I say unfortunately because didn't they break the lighting engine or something? Oh my god! They <laughs> they. Uh, <laughs> so this is not the first time that they have remastered um, Jack and Daxter. So mm-hmm. the, obviously the, all the originals run PS2, all fantastic mm-hmm. games, including Jack X Combat Racing. If you can get your hands on it, um, it was a decent kart racer with a kind of cohesive story but uh so when they when they brought um jack and daxter to the next generation of console uh they re-released the trilogy on playstation 3 almost Mm -hmm. exactly the way it was just upscaled and it was really nice it kind of had a little bit of some frame droppage here and there but anytime anyone ever remasters a game if they didn't build it from the ground up and just ported it there's going to be frame rate issues it's just it sounds weird to say it but like upscaling an older game suddenly puts a strain on newer hardware um well a lot of it comes from the fact that like games are typically written for the end for the hardware mm mm-hmm the engines are built for the specific hardware it's going to be played on. Meaning console games, they know what the hardware is. They know what the limitations are. They know what the capabilities are of the PS2. You know, when they made the Jack and Daxter games. So trying to adapt the code to still behave the way it did on PS2 hardware, on PS3 hardware with their crazy-ass cell processor is going to cause a few problems. It's going to happen. But for the most part, it was fine. <clears throat> like, the frame droppage would just come when, you know, particles. Like, like in any game, it, right. it just it couldn't handle stuff like too many particles. Uh, but they didn't, they didn't touch anything with the lighting engine, or w- what little lighting engine the game originally even had. Um, mm-hmm. And for the most part, it's like, in my opinion, the definitive way to play Jack and Daxter would be the trilogy remaster on PS3. Right. And then, <laughs> and then, they decided to do it again for PS4. 
So now, not only are you having a remaster having to be funneled through a different processor on the PlayStation 3, but now you're taking that remaster and trying to make it make sense on the PS4. And oh my god, it just, the game just falls apart. Like, they did a side-by-side comparison of the remaster on PS3 versus the remaster on PS4 running side-by-side. The PS3, though at a slightly lower resolution, looks and runs better than it does on PS4, which blows my fucking mind. You want to know what they're probably doing? What? The PS3 version was running an emulator of the PS2 version. The PS4 version is running an emulator of the PS3 version, which is running an emulator of the PS2 version. They literally, like, almost. I, I can took almost out... guarantee. I can almost guarantee that's that's what they did. They they literally like took out a lot of the lighting in the game, like to the point where I don't know if anybody has ever played um, any sort of source game where you set your shadows and oh, right. or to anything else to just off, and the game is just constant full bright. Everything's at max brightness. A lot <laughs> of the game was like that. On PS4, oh, Jesus Christ. so it just it didn't look right. It just did not look right. I'm just imagining that. On, um, I'm just imagining that in uh, Jack Two, with the like dark city, the dark yeah. gritty city. Yeah, that and then would just and then ruin all and everything. It would ruin all atmosphere. Wow, I didn't realize that they taped a bunch of fucking floodlights to the top of the city, pointing <laughs> straight down on everything, burning your retinas. So my eyes, my eyes. Uh. <laughs> But uh, all, all joking aside, it is a really good franchise. And if you only have a PlayStation 4, like, that's okay. You're still going to be able to enjoy the game. The characters, the story, the writing. Yeah. Just, it, it's it it's going to, like, the thing is, is that, like, it just, it still had the frame rate issue, which, again, just blows my mind because <laughs> PS4, PS4 at this point, uh, but it's just not going to look as good. So if you have a PlayStation 3 and you're thinking of picking up Jack and Daxter, I highly recommend getting it on there. Um, because other than that, your other option is to run it on a PlayStation 2. Um, Which would be preferred, but hope you have a CRT lying around somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> or, or converters. Uh, or if you, if you have lag. a decent enough computer, you could always just like, if you own the game, you could try and emulate it um a lot of emulators i did not know this can actually it because i'm square brain um <laughs> can actually run the disc like you load up an emulator and you can run the disc <laughs> yeah yeah no you just um like most uh i don't remember what format they made ps1 games but i'm pretty sure ps2 games were just burned on dvds Pretty sure it's just just normal DVDs. There are some GameCube and Dreamcast games that you can put the disc into your computer and access things like music files and images and stuff like that. Oh, it's, it's crazy. I actually, that's a thing that I forgot about. Just kind of wind down the the podcast. Uh, I hadn't, like, for the longest time, I was not expecting to slap a game disc into a... Uh, uh, a CD player and have it mm-hmm. start playing music. Oh yeah, the first. You know what's funny? Hmm. I mentioned this game earlier. The first game that I ever stuck into a disc drive and started hearing music. Where in time is Carmen San Diego? And it played the theme song from the TV show of the same name. <laughs> it's just just straight up starts playing the Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego theme song. It's the only track on the disc, but it's there, and it plays, and it's beautiful. <laughs> there there was even some games that you could put into a uh, a DVD player, and the mm-hmm. DVD player would read it and play the music, and it had, like, its own menu and shit. Like, uh-huh. I'm try- I can't remember what the game was. It was, I think, one of my sister's games. But, like, it worked. You just through the game disc into a DVD player and you could just like go through a menu and select all the music that you wanted. Like there was an interface for it. It allowed you to do that. And I was like, yeah, that's what? something you're not going to get these days. 
No, because like, now these days when you buy a game, they're just like, "Here, we're gonna we're gonna uh, email you the uh, OST." <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, it. true. You can just like buy game soundtracks on Steam too. Um, Plus, or you know, what my favorite thing is these days, and by up? my favorite, I mean the thing that I hate more than life itself. <laughs> um, when you buy a, a a physical case at like Walmart or GameStop or wherever. You open the case, and there is no CD. It is a download code for the game. I, it's 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 not like the most common thing, but a couple games have done it. Yeah, it's and for it's, it's for the people who want to have like a physical uh, representation of the game to put into their actual physical collections. Right. Which but I guess I can were understand too cheap to print cds i mean not only that they it is just becoming more obsolete unfortunately but yeah um one of the uh i think i must have been talking to bronner because yeah it was street Ra- streets of rage 4 was mm-hmm. the topic um and he had showed me the trailer for the game um mm-hmm. which by the way i guess is kind of another reboot because it's been a long ass <laughs> time since the third one uh, like, like a really long time. <laughs> um, and you can get physical copies of the game. Um, mm-hmm. And there's actually a special edition that you can get that uh, comes with a Genesis box. You can get, because the game was on the Genesis. So right. you, you could get a physical, like just genesis box that had like little goodies inside of it and i thought that that was really cool like that was that's pretty neat like that was a good throwback um (laughs) now what would be really hilarious was if that genesis case had a genesis cartridge oh that if you plugged into your genesis it actually fucking worked and it was just like a scaled down made for genesis streets of rage 4 you you know about the uh the the four player co-op party wizards game or whatever that they that they had produced on um uh on an nes cartridge like it's a game Um, that you can buy in steam i can't remember the name of it uh but if you were if if you were like it sounds like you're talking about gauntlet no it was not gauntlet it was something original and within the last couple years uh but it was um i wanted to say it was called like bit wizards or something but it was like it's just like a four-player game where you went mm-hmm. through and you just killed monsters and try to get to the end and it was a fun little, you know, party game. But mm-hmm. if you were a backer on Patreon, uh you could get a physical actual working cuz the entire game was developed using only the 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 tech needed to run on an NES that you could get a physical really? copy of the game for an NES and it would play. That is insane. It would play the That's exact awesome. same as it does on steam the sad thing is you can't do that for the newer consoles because everything past like the xbox ps2 and gamecube days they have like uh digital signatures that are required by the console to play so -hmm. you'd either have to like bypass security with a homebrew hack or just not develop it for the consoles and make it only work for emulators but ah uh, the yeah. game the game was called the micromages okay that it was i may have to look into that actually uh it was released in 2018 um nice. and one of the top videos for it is actually from the developers themselves and it says how we fit an nes game into 40 kilobytes wow the entire game runs on 40 kilobytes by reusing assets uh like like insane it's insanely optimized how much they reuse assets but still have an rng um like ticker that Element. generates it's because the game's procedurally generated so that's it's amazing the fact that they were able to do that blows my <laughs> mind that's crazy so uh it's currently six sixteen. did you have any closing messages for the podcast uh yeah if you're gonna reboot or remake a game um take your fucking time with it 
and maybe ask the community what they want and what they don't want. Run maybe just run like at least one uh 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 what's 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 the word? Uh when they take people off the street and be like, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? A survey. Uh, survey, study whatever the whatever the word is. At least do, do a fucking Twitter poll for God's sake. Like Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Let the community give you some sort of feedback before you try to reboot a franchise so that you can keep scraping gold. <laughs> Amen. Like, damn. Um but yeah, so I guess uh, also ooh. don't don't do it just to uh cash in on people's nostalgia. Like don't yeah. don't do that. Yeah, because then stuff gets rushed and then things like Jack and Daxter happen. Ugh. Um things like well, I don't know if I could say things like Duke Nukem happen. Uh I mean that was just that like was... <laughs> mm, that's mm. just the result of development hell. Yeah. <laughs> was it like 10 years something like that it was an absurd amount of time yeah but yeah i think that that will do it for us today uh if you if you like what you're hearing um be sure to listen to the other episodes over on spotify fyi i'm not in those (laughs) yes that was with my previous co-host um (laughs) And also when we were still trying to figure everything out. So <laughs> it's a little bit hashtag cringe. Uh, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Like in the last two weeks, I've kept telling you that, oh, I'm going to listen to the old episodes so I can be like ready to continue the format. And I never did. I still have yet to listen to any of the old episodes. Well, uh, usually what we say at the end of an episode, uh, it can be tweaked. It doesn't really matter, but um, usually what I say is, (laughs) remember, everybody, if it's not nerdy, it's not important. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Honestly, I like that. I think we're going to stick with that. (laughs) But, yeah, that'll that'll do it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. And then, cut. All right. (laughs) We're free. We're free. We did did it. it. (laughs) High five. We actually fucking did it. <laughs> Self five. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Woo.